Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara. In today's episode, we're going to talk about sleep patterns during the age of COVID-19 and what you may be experiencing with your sleep during this time. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So in the last few weeks, I've been getting messages from people asking about why their sleep patterns are different now. And for many people, they're sleeping more than they're used to. And this is also true for me. Now, I'm not a sleep scientist, a psychologist, or doctor. So I'm not going to go into uh, any sort of medical ideas around this. The change in sleep, whether you're sleeping more or sleeping less, could very simply have to do with not moving as much or changes to your routine that, you know, I wouldn't be able to diagnose. But I will give you two perspectives on why you might be sleeping more than usual that I do feel more qualified to speak to. The first is that this is a period of restoration, And the mind and the body are catching up on years of exhaustion, both at the conscious, like physical level, but also at what we might say the soul level. And this makes me think of the story of the great Indian meditation teacher, Deepama, who experienced a tremendous amount of suffering in her life. Uh, The loss of her children, her spouse, multiple family members being forced into a marriage she didn't want to be in, then falling in love and then quickly losing her partner after that. Uh, just really the, the deepest suffering. And it, it caused her to not be able to sleep for years of her life. And she eventually got to a point in her life where she was just going to give up and there was nothing else to live for. Uh, And as a last resort, she went to a monastery in India to try and find some sort of relief. And the monastery had had an intense daily meditation schedule. Um, And after years of not being able to sleep, the first several weeks she was at that monastery, all she could do was sleep. All day, all night. Once she really had the space to feel and connect to herself and give herself permission to feel the full range of her experience. Well, the first thing that came up was just that she was exhausted. And so I had this this extended period of uh, restoring herself. And then after that, she was able to participate in the meditation with clarity, with focus, with more energy but needed to go through that period of uh, reviving her body quite literally. And I think it's quite possible that where many of us are experiencing it right now. The culture that we live in uh, often demands a lot of us um, work nine to five, working a lot of hours that we, we didn't really evolve to work, uh, caffeinating and going distracting ourselves from our fatigue through technology 
And so much of this is just ingrained into the the life that we've built for us that we don't think much of it. We kind of just think it's normal to be tired and to push through it and to get a little bit of sleep and then keep going. But when we slow down enough to actually feel one of the things that could be coming up is that we're we're actually exhausted on a mind level, on a body level, and yes, I'll say it again, perhaps on a, a soul level. So one perspective around why we might be sleeping more is just that we actually need it. We're reviving ourselves. We're restoring ourselves. And my encouragement would be to give yourself that permission, if you can, to let your yourself sleep, to let yourself rest, and trust that you're recharging your battery to experience your life more deeply and more fully. So that's one perspective. The other perspective is that maybe this is actually the amount of sleep you need. And this is something that I've been questioning for myself. Ever since college, I've been a seven-hour-per-night sleeper. You ask me, how much do you sleep, Corey? Up oh, seven hours per night. If I go to bed at 10, I wake up at 5. If I go to bed at 9, I wake up at 4. If I go to bed at 11, I wake up at 6. Give me my seven hours, and I'm, I'm good. And again, it's been like that for about 10 years now. And that's the narrative I run in my head. I set my alarm for seven hours, and when it goes off, I feel refreshed enough, and I start the day, and, and it feels fine, and I don't really question it. And I don't consider, I consider myself having really good sleep. But for the last six weeks of this shelter in place, I have not set an alarm. Not once. I'm going to bed around the same time I normally would. But I find myself waking up almost an hour later than I'm used to. So if I go to bed at 10, instead of waking up at 5, I'm waking up closer to 6. And in the beginning, this was quite frustrating because I like I like being awake. <laughs> I like my life. I like getting going on the day. Uh, and to take an extra hour out of that is like, oh, what gives? Why is this going on? And in the beginning, I I just thought it's like, okay, you know, I'm moping around more throughout the day. Maybe there's just this general sense of fatigue or whatever. But now that I've gotten more into my routine, I'm exercising as I normally would, I'm taking care of my work, I'm still finding that this seems to be where my body is defaulting to, to about eight hours per sleep each night. And I'm starting to think that maybe this is what my body actually wants and actually needs when I step out of the story of the I'm a seven-hour-per-night person and I really attune myself to my actual rhythms and give them permission to, to move through me as they want to, to fall asleep when I want to and to wake up when I want to, things seem to be different than the narrative I've been telling myself for years. And we know right, that narrativism is powerful. Those beliefs are powerful. And it's quite possible that I've been waking up after seven hours for all of these years, feeling wakeful enough and thinking strongly enough that this is enough sleep that I've been getting by just just fine. But maybe it hasn't been just fine. And maybe my body is actually asking for something more. 
And that's something I'm, I'm trying to trust and still lean into. So one thing you might just consider is that if you are finding yourself needing more sleep, that maybe this is the actual rhythm of your body. And when you step out of the normal social structures that you've created for yourself, the nine to five, wake up at this time, have the coffee, go to bed at this time, and then you know sleep longer on the weekends, whatever it might be, when, when that is let go and you're, you're left to your actual rhythms, perhaps what you actually need is different than the story you've been telling yourself all of these years. So again... These are just working theories. I'm not a doctor on sleep, but I do work with a lot of people on their sleep. It's just a a byproduct of what arises in the context of retreat settings and mindfulness and meditation. And I have seen these patterns over the years. And one of the the first things that starts to happen for people when they meditate uh, is their sleep does deepen and they can find themselves sleepier during the day and in the evening. And it does seem to be because for the first time there is this opportunity to actually attune to themselves and feel like what has been going on beneath the surface and what's actually needed. So my invitation to you is that if, if you're finding your sleep pattern shifting right now and you have some freedom to, to play with it and to follow it, Give yourself that permission. Fall asleep when you're ready to fall asleep. Wake up when you're ready to wake up. If you normally sleep for six hours and you find yourself sleeping for 10 hours, try surrendering to it. It doesn't need a narrative around it of like all this wasted time or I'm not this kind of person or I'm being so late. Let that go. it's It's just a story. And trust that maybe there's something deeper going on that needs your attention. And even with all the pain and the suffering that is being created with COVID-19 right now, there does seem to be some sort of collective restoration happening. It won't be here forever, but I think there's a lot we can learn during it. So see if you can use this opportunity and really give yourself that space. Thank you for your practice. You're doing great. I'll talk to you soon and take care. Hey, so if you're looking for some assistance with sleep, maybe you're struggling with sleep or you just want to deepen sleep, I do have a number of sleep meditations that may be of interest to you. These come with the follow-up resources that I have for this podcast. The best way to get those is just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you'll get an automated email with all of those download links. Also, if this episode resonated with you, especially the early story about Deepama and, you know, the years of suffering and using the retreat as an opportunity to reconnect to herself and to restore, then you may be interested in my upcoming online retreat, June 5th through 7th, uh, 2020. This will be um, a very valuable opportunity to start doing some of that deep healing work and also just creating space for yourself to experience what's been beneath the surface uh, and to rest, to really rest on a deep level. Not just the level of like closing your eyes, 
but letting your heart rest, letting your body rest. Uh, so if you're interested in that, um, you could learn more at coreymascara.com forward slash retreat. All the details will be there, including registration. Would love to have you as part of it. All right. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.